Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate and Vaya. Let's get the Neighbours Hi, this is Vaya and you're listening to Neighbours, the Neighbours recap podcast We have a chat about the last five episodes of Neighbours that just aired on telly and, you know, just shoot the breeze. And I have today a new guest to uh, the Mobile Pirate Net Studios, which I've taken on the road. <laughs> and it is my friend Terry Siakis. Hi, Terry. Hello, Vaya. <laughs> you are in Bogan Central recording your podcast today. We don't need to be specific about the suburb, but let's just say northern, northern suburbs of Melbourne and Bogan Central. And our, a lot of our UK friends might be aware of Bogan Central in out Frankston Way because yes. that's where the Cannings hail yes. from. Yes, okay. And this is in Bogan Central in a different direction. Yes, there are many directions of Bogan in <laughs> uh, in Melbourne, <laughs> which is why it is one of the most livable cities in the world. <laughs> exactly. Because it's Bogan's as far as the eye can see. <laughs> come one, come all. Yeah. Now, Terry, you mentioned to me that your husband's got quite the love of neighbours. Oh my goodness. My, so my husband, the first time I went to his house when we were uh, courting slash dating slash hooking up, um, <laughs> on his bedside table was an, like a neighbour's book, like a kind of, what? you know, here's the series, here's the characters. And I went, are you serious? What is this about? Is this some kind of weird fetish thing? He went, no, I just really like the show. <laughs> Probably was a weird fetish thing. It probably was. <laughs> he so he he watched it for I think since its beginning all the way through till oh, I reckon maybe late nineties, early two thousand, oh, early two thousands. I yeah. think when we got together and then just stopped watching it. You put an really, end to that. Well, no, I think he he you know preferred watching me. Um, so that was the end of his affiliation with <laughs> Neighbours. But even now, like he still remembers. He's got an encyclopedic knowledge. Of all the characters, Does he have all the, um, I think the Willis family that gets a, a strong mention. So oh, I like think the olden was, days, Willis. Yeah, the old. So Cody, is there a Cody? Yeah, Cody. Um, yeah. unfortunately passed away. Did she? She's oh, no longer with no. us. But oh, no, Gabby, I think Gabby's a doctor in Darwin, and um, Doug Willis just died. Oh, did he? Yeah, I'll that have and to tell him. that's part of the whole um, conspiracy with the explosion. Well, yeah, Doug, right. Doug got Alzheimer's, and Pam came down and kind of left him with. Um, his son, Drab, Brad, yes. who's been recast. Yes, and, I wanted to talk to you about yeah, that sure. because that's done my head in. Yeah, it continues to do my head in. And then they left him here and he had Alzheimer's and then the explosion happened and then Doug had a heart attack. But now they're kind of lumping him in to the manslaughter charges that they gave to Paul. To Paul, yeah. Because like, oh, that old guy had a rough day. It just sounds like they're ageist, really. <laughs> the writers have just got it in for anyone in the cast who's over 50 yeah. and they're just copying it from all sides. Mm. But he, he, the Willis family was a favourite and he's a huge, huge fan of Dr. Carl. Who isn't? Yeah. In fact, one of my mates was just texting me last night. She's like, you've got to go sign up to his website because he sends you your own personalised birthday awesome. message. Well, I'm pretty sure that uh, my husband would have been quite happy for Dr. Carl to deliver both our babies. So given that he's, you know, probably he's not. Well, he's, he's qualified, I guess. But I don't know, having the cameras there and the boom <laughs> operator, it, it probably would have put me off the whole thing. And there's only that one room at Erinsborough Hospital. <laughs> yeah. Like you'd have to share it with whoever's come in with a broken collarbone. Yeah, that's and right. Would you sign up and get your husband a birthday message? I reckon I would do that on the sly and have it just come <laughs> out of the blue and and just wait for the magic to happen when he opens up his email and says, hang on a sec. Just to brighten his day. Hang on a minute, it's Dr. Carl. 
<laughs> it's to the point where, like, he, the Dr. Carl influence, if, if we are shopping for a shirt mm. for my husband, for example, he will, if I suggest a shirt, hold it up, he'll go, oh, nah, that's a Dr. Carl shirt. Oh, wow. <laughs> So it's, wow. it's all pervasive, this, this influence. <laughs> and actually, everywhere. Dr. Carl Part owns the Off Air Bar, which is the former PirateNet Studios that we broadcast out of for this podcast. Yeah, right. They turned them into a – it was a radio station and they turned it into a hip, hippie bar, a hipster bar called yeah. the Off Air Bar. And Dr. Carl bought shares in it. So every now and then he'll get in about in a trendy bowling shirt or something <laughs> and go and awesome. sling some – I don't know, I don't know, bar terminology, like – Pull a few beers. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mix a few cocktails. Yeah. Shake a few uh, yeah. little canisters of magic. And what about your your relationship with the show? Well, I watched it when it started mm. and it was huge. I was in primary school. So when it started, it was massive. And I remember one of the girls uh, in my year level that I was insanely jealous of, mm-hmm. I still remember, was a girl named Cherie Hines because she had the old school neighbours jumper. So it was <gasps> the, like the wind cheater that had the row of cartoon houses and then the neighbours written the way it oh, is on the beautiful. show. And she was super popular because she had a neighbours jumper and I wanted to be her for that reason. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I was a huge, huge fan. So the Kylie and and. Jason years I remember getting extremely excited one day watching the show because Kylie Charlene was wearing exactly the same shoes that I had just (laughs) been bought by my mother from Kmart or wherever they came from and I was like Charlene's got my shoes on and that was very very exciting and watched, you know, the Natalie and Brulia years. Um, watched it probably until maybe early, early 90s, yeah. I reckon. And then kind of dropped off the perch a bit. It's funny how I didn't have that relationship with shows where uh, you go, oh, I guess I did, when you go, they've got what I've got or they're wearing what I'm wearing or yes. they do what I do. But I think because Neighbours has that Melbourne quality. Very much Australian so. quality. So I there was a storyline for a while where Hannah Martin was doing calisthenics. Yes, I remember and Hannah. I used to do calisthenics and no one ever knew what it was or ever talked about it and suddenly a girl on television had a leotard and she was going to a calisthenics concert and I lost my mind. See this is the perfect argument for diversity, more diversity on these shows because it's that whole thing of identification that means so much whether it's calisthenics or a seven dollar pair of shoes from Kmart, (laughs) this stuff changes lives. Yes, relatability. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So we're going to kick off the week of Monday June 13th, Mm -hmm. Queen's birthday, public holiday. Yes. Now, Terry, you jumped on board on the Tuesday. I did. So I'll get you up to speed. Okay, tell me what happened on Um, Monday. So we're still in this period of aftermath of the Lassiter's complex explosion. The boiler room exploded. How many times has Lassiter's exploded since the beginning of Neighbours? I'm going to say at least three. Yeah, right. And too many times for it to still be a four-star hotel. Yeah. (laughs) Or at least not have a huge sign out the front just saying, warning, this place may blow up at any time. You've been warned. We're not liable. (laughs) Whatever happens at your own risk. Yeah. And it's to the point where all these other plot points are moving so fast and yet we still just don't know the mystery of who exploded the joint. Right. So the the week that I didn't cover, the week before last, Mm. they had the trial and conviction of Paul Robinson for manslaughter. Because he's he's now in the slammer. Yeah, because he wanted to cause some mischief in the hotel. Gee, that's not like Paul, is it? (laughs) Good to see he's changed. Because he's bought a rival motel, dive <laughs> motel. Masseters, so Lassiter's <laughs> and Masseters, is that how it's going to go? You know, he's called it Robinson's. Robinson's, But they've got right. the same, he copied their logo, so they've each got a lotus flower. Oh, God. 
And is and is his place going to blow up at any point? Like, is that I hope so, something that's going to translate? It's a dive. Yeah, right. Okay. And yeah, you only ever see the storeroom with all these open cupboards with towels falling off them and <laughs> um, great. Steph's cleaning the pool and yeah, it's, yep. it's a nightmare. Now there's this guy John Doe who showed up on the day and then saved Paige and then lost his memory. Yes. And so. No, you don't know anything about him other than he's like, I think I'm a nice guy. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But Paige is obsessed with him and loves him. And she is Olympia Valance and she's the daughter of Brad Willis, then Lauren, now Carpenter, then became Lauren Turner. Can I ask you, yeah. Olympia Valance, yes. any relation? Sure to is. Half sister. Get out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Awesome, because you know, having not watched the show yeah. for so long, mm. at the start of every episode that I did watch, I was furiously studying the yeah. opening credits, trying to figure out surnames of characters mm. and surnames of the actors yes. playing the characters mm-hmm. as well, because there's a bloody Maguire in there somewhere as well, you isn't there? Bet your life there is. And my brain has now exploded because yeah. half sister, half sister, and. I don't, and obviously, Valance is a stage name, so she's gone. It worked for Holly. I'll, yeah, I'll have that. And it worked for Beds and Manchester <laughs> departments in many department stores around the world. Yeah, why so not? why wouldn't you? Why would you change that? Yeah. So she's she's doing very well for herself. I wouldn't mind Holly. Like oh, she's married a billionaire now, and she's quite happy not ever having to. Yeah, no, nah, she doesn't need do to work. It. But it would be lovely to have Felicity Scully back. For, <laughs> Steph's there. She's not. Why not? She's a bit down on her luck. Yeah. She's, she needs a bit of a perk up. She's trying to get visitation rights back with her kid and she's got a failing motel business. And she's and obviously stressed because in one of the episodes I wore, she was wearing a black bra under a white singlet top and that's a sign of someone who's not thinking straight, isn't it? <laughs> she's getting dressed in the dark. Yeah, she's, she's struggling. <laughs> have to say, though, the actress Carla Bonner yeah. is still hot as <laughs> she has not aged a day since the last time I saw her. I love this. Whatever she's doing, she looks awesome. Yeah, you. Um, there was a common thread in the podcast we had a couple of weeks ago with uh, Adam Rosenbachs and Michael Chamberlain. He yes. still holds a candle to Carla. Yeah. And there was some hot, this saucy scenes with her. This She was in the bikini yes. top. And yes. Yeah. Went out for a swim, came back in glistening. <laughs> In the and middle of yeah. now winter. We're Rocking in winter. It. I know. Well, this was the thing. Like some things in Neighbours have changed. This, this is sidetracking us a bit, babe, yeah. because you were telling me what happened on Monday. But That's right. some things have changed in that I cannot get my head around how many mobile phones are being used in scenes yeah. and, you know, cheering each other up by watching clips of animals on YouTube. Like <laughs> cheer each other up by going to the bloody coffee shop. That's what you're meant to do That's on Neighbours, not sit there looking at a screen. <laughs> Limit your screen time and get outside. So those things have changed but some things have stayed the same, yeah. i.e., in the middle of cold weather in Melbourne, getting around in a singlet top with not much. I mean, on that's underneath. It just keeps you invigorated. Just keeps it all. You're fresh. You feel something. <sighs> and then now we have also this other story of. Okay, so John Doe thinks he committed this boiler tinkering explosion. So he's yes. like, whoa. Do people still use boilers? Like boilers Look, sound like such a really old-fashioned. It is an boilers ongoing and question. Sound like they would go together. <laughs> yeah. Boilers on a show where everyone's facetiming yeah. each other just sounds it's weird, incongruous. In fact, you know? I, it didn't compute with me until I went to my job at the ABC, and oh, they'd definitely be yeah, using boilers. In, there. There's a really old, like '70s style yeah. building in in Elstonwick in Melbourne, and apparently there is still 
yeah. a boiler. And the other day I arrived at work and there was a guy with like a trolley pushing a piece of what looked like half a boiler yeah. up the driveway and it was leaking. And I got upstairs and found out that the hot water wasn't working. So, yeah. you know, there are still dodgy boilers around town. Yeah, they're still faxing at the ABC. So <laughs> there's every chance they're still using boilers. So I I guess Lassad, I don't know if a four-star hotel's going to operate yeah. on a boiler but I guess well do. really when we think about it I mean the show's been going for what 30 years yeah. so that's quite a significant amount of time mm-hmm. maybe the boiler was newly installed the day before yeah. the show started and so it's this is why they're at the grand opening of Lassiter's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Erinsborough yeah. yeah they put it in fresh yeah. and now it's on its last legs yeah and that's okay 30 <laughs> years if something if an appliance goes for 30 years yeah. you're happy with that but a good run <laughs> yeah now moving over to the Rebecca household. Now, you yes. guys must have a long history with Toadie. Toadie, yeah, and all his fishy friends. <laughs> his various incarnations of fish. Yeah, and he's got his daughter, Jellyfish, who's <laughs> Nell, Nellyfish. Yes. Uh, now, tell me about Sonia, because I'm trying to figure out where does Sonia fit in. She's a very colourful personality, and she came in a while back as a guide dog puppy trainer. Right. And Toadie looked after a guide dog puppy for a while and fell in love with Sonia. But at the time he was fostering a young man called Callum, a little boy. Yes. And the writers did this amazing retcon about a year after the fact where they decided that Callum was actually Sonia's son that she'd given away because she was um, in a downward spiral and on the drugs and on the possibly selling her body and really um, gambling and so she because she had a bad run because she'd lost her parents as a young girl okay which has all come back now and also Sonia has this sister Jade who's the, the actress she's Eurasian okay so forever we've been like what's going on with our family tree because Jade does not look like Sonia yep. so it's quite interesting now that Uncle Walter's come in from Sonia's past and said Surprise, I'm your dad. Yes. Because we thought, oh, well, this will somehow this must explain Jade's parentage. But it turns out the mum hooked up with the brother of her. I'll show you the family tree. Show so me the family tree. Neighbours, Facebook.com slash Neighbours podcast. We've got a little family tree. Um, oh, wow. You've handwritten this and everything. Well, this is, yeah, Remued. Oh, my goodness. Kate. The percentages. Is this, is this referencing the believability of the character or is this, <laughs> what is the percentage? That's the cancer. We'll get to the cancer. That's the cancer. Oh likelihood of someone being a match <laughs> yeah because there is look and you know clearly cancer is not hilarious but there's a bit of cancer floating around ramsey street at the it's moment. a cancer cluster and they wow. all they send people they keep sending people off to germany to get treatment wow because um and so then, germany's the new queensland basically isn't it? yeah but it's some amazing cancer treatment hub because now sarah beaumont's getting cancer treatment in the same german hospital wow and so there's a, a, a Dr. Carlsberg somewhere in Germany who's treating half of Ramsey yeah, Street, sending um, him back to Dr. Carl and saying, there you go, mate, yeah. I've fixed him. You didn't do your job very well, did you? Hans, Send him to Carlsberg. Hans Carlsberg. Yeah. <laughs> That's him. Oh, I Wait till I tell my husband. And He'll be so excited. So, All right. so you've got the Mitchells. Then Walt, old mate Walter got together with Roxanne and they had Zoe which will be the big bombshell. They've been putting it about, haven't they, that family? <laughs> They've really been spreading their seed. But also within the one, keep it within the family. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't go so too far. just explain to me, yeah. so when Sonia got together with Toadie while he had Callum, did yeah. she know that Callum was hers? At the time that it was airing, it seemed that she didn't right. because it's like, oh, this is my boyfriend Toadie and his foster son Callum. This is a nice little scenario. Okay. But then they rewrote history, the writers. <laughs> of course they did. So that... 
all along she'd known who Callum was and was wanting to be closer to them, to be near him. Right. And which is incredible. And because there's like a million episodes of this, it's not like one season of a DVD where you can go back and go, oh, but yeah. she said this. Yeah, she yeah, mustn't yeah. have known. She yeah. must have known. No, but nobody can gather enough evidence to go, hey, you really fucked up that writing yeah, job. No one's fact-checking this, so it's great. We're just <laughs> believing it. Awesome. And now, extra surprise, I'm not only your dad, you've got a sister and your sister's dying yes. of cancer. Yes. So, And she needs a bone marrow transplant. And we'll pick that up later in the week. We also have oh, an amazing moment on Monday, which would have blown your mind, is Piper – Piper Willis yes. is vlogging. Yes. She... I saw a lot of vlogging and I wasn't happy with it. <laughs> and it's uh, – vlogging's not code for no, no, no. bedroom I, activities. I, I saw a lot of screens yeah. and as a parent of young children, I'm trying to limit that. Yeah. So I don't want this show yeah. showing them that when you're just a little bit bored or a little bit – not creative with what to do with your day, pick up your phone and just have a have a go at that. Do a know, vlog. I don't know how it's going for you, Terry, because I walked in and your three-year-old son said to me, I've got a phone, but I don't have an iPad yet. <laughs> yes. He does. He has an old iPhone that he plays. Uh, there's, a, there's these games called Toka Boka that are like <laughs> entertainment and educational and occasionally to get him to do numbers and colours. He gets that. Yeah, that's it. But he's not vlogging. When he yet. gets his iPad, he'll vlog. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, um... This is the first time she's actually vlogged like a real vlogger. Right. Normally she sits down and does actual like almost piece to cameras about her latest crusade and does a activist rant or whatever. But this time she's actually like, this is my dad in his daggy shorts and yep. this is what we're having for breakfast. And that was cute. How far things have come. Back in my day, <laughs> Doogie Hauser would end every episode typing his journal into his PC yeah. that sat on his desk and was the size of a bus. And, like how MS far DOS. have we come? Yeah. <laughs> and um, Ned Ned grabs the camera and they're having a little back and forth and um, uh, and he he starts m- mocking the vlog, going, "This is my vlog. It's called Ned's Head." And I don't know if you, you've listened to one episode of Neighbours, and it's probably apparent in that episode that I'm a little bit obsessed with Ned. Yes. And well, he's also hot as balls. So <laughs> why not be obsessed with him? Why not? Well done, Ned. Between him and Carla Bonner, mate. <laughs> this show. And People are pants off on the couch watching this show. <laughs> and the whole drama with Ned is that he's Natalie Imbruglia's son. Yes. He, who Beth Brennan she, and Drab had Ned. Now Ned's come back and he's t- taken issue with the fact that his dad's never been in his life. And, and that his dad is completely different to <laughs> the Brad. That, like Scott Michelson yeah. like, must be watching this show going, who is this Kip bloke? Where was my phone call? And he, like, where was the fun cruisy surfy dude yeah that now, we knew and loved now he just comes back inside from outside with slightly wet clothing i yeah. don't know has he been for a surf has he been for a run did he get caught in the rain <laughs> i have no idea but he's not he's not a not a bit on scott not Michelson. at all um he went through a period for about a couple of weeks where he decided he wanted to make surfboards again yeah right and then he nearly poisoned i think he poisoned carl because carl was going for a jog and went to pick up his water bottle and accidentally picked up surfboard cleaner <laughs> It's wax, isn't it? Don't you wax? Oh, not when we wax. Acid. It's some chemical yeah, and right. it just downed it and ended up in the, Good on you, in the hospital. I don't know who operated on him, but wasn't he probably did it, sorted himself out. Do you know what I don't understand? <laughs> With all these children who are just kind of out there, yeah. off there, yeah. doing something. Like I know, maybe it's just my family, but if if, I, if my mother doesn't speak to me in three days, it's like it's she's one step away from calling the police. Yeah. I don't understand how these yeah. people can have these 
children just away off just in the away. ether and you never hear about them, you and never see them. Uh, now, the whole issue is that... Do you want to talk about Ned and Lauren? Always. Yes. Um, oh, okay. So the dishwasher's on the blink at Harold's, at the cafe where Lauren works. She yep. runs the cafe. And Is it connected to the boiler? Is that why it's on the blink? You know, it could very well There's be. It's chance. very close. Every chance. And uh, Lauren, instead of calling a dishwasher repair specialist, she calls the local handy woman. Yeah. That's Amy's business is the handy woman. Okay. And she, that's good. That's progressive. Yeah, it is really. Chicks can fix stuff. Yeah. and she, Except she can't fix the dishwasher. But or the boiler. <laughs> they had a mechanic trying to fix that boiler. So, yeah, right. So whoever, whoever's around and yeah, got okay. a toolbox. Get Kylie back. She was good with yes. mechanics. And so... Ned strolls in and he feels bad because he put the moves on Loz. He went the pash and she was into it. So my whole thing is they were – this chemistry was bubbling away really nicely. Yeah. And both of the actors were – like the, both the characters were flirting with each other and I thought this is going to be a great scandal. But then suddenly he goes to kiss her and she pushes him away like, whoa, mate, this is not on. I'm Your dad is my boyfriend. and. Yep. This is not okay. And he's like, well, all the signals I read led me to believe <laughs> right. that you were into this. But no, apparently not. So she's shut this down and suddenly it's it's like it never happened. Right. Even though she was kind of like he dropped his towel at the clothesline and she stared for at least two seconds. And she sounds very torn. Like she's yes. quite clearly thinking this this could be, you know, my kind of midlife rejuvenation. Yeah. But then on the other hand... I'm stoinking his dad. <laughs> so maybe, you know, he's kind of, he's, he's technically he's in my care while, yeah. while he's mm. living under yep. our roof. Like he's not my kid, obviously, <laughs> but he's my bloke's kid. So maybe she sounds very, very torn. In fact, I got a text from Chambo who was on the podcast a few weeks ago and he was like, the guy with the mum, did he bang the mum? Yeah, yeah. Well, this was the bit I was telling you about my husband earlier. So he sat down and watched uh, – well, the intention yeah. was that he would watch Tuesday's yeah. uh, episode with me, having not watched it for so long. But he got to the bit very early on in the episode where Lauren said, Ned kissed me, and he basically turned to me and said, this is appalling, I can't do this. <laughs> Give me a yell if Dr. Carl comes on and he left the room. So that was like the tipping point for him was the idea of the stepmom and the, the son. But the chemistry was so right. Yeah, they right. nailed it. And oh, it was I've just lived for it, but I've gone off it because they've kind of run it off the road. And now it's 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 made Ned almost a bit predatory because he's like, you know, you want yeah, right. you want this, you putting, want this, don't you? A hard word on. Maybe this is going to be a storyline about consent yeah, at some point. Which I, I didn't want him – there's a lot of consent issues on this show with a character that I used to call Pastori Josh because he just Brilliant. didn't care what his girlfriends wanted. He was like, no, we're going to get married. I'm this like, is no. good, isn't it, that young people, both male and female, are watching these representations mm. of life and yeah. going, no, no, that's cool Yeah, no, to behave that way. No, that's but he fine. loves her. That's why he's never going to let her be, follow her dreams of becoming a photographer. Right. Anyway, that was, that's people know my issues with that. So – Ned's like, well, to make it up to you for trying to ruin your relationship with dad, I'm going to come and fix the dishwasher. Yeah. And even though she's like, no, get out of my place of business. But he... Um, Are they euphemisms? <laughs> fix your dishwasher and place of business? Oh, what did he say? Oh, he was talking about... There was another euphemism during the week, like Lauren's lasagna. Yeah, right. He, we all know about Lauren's. I tell you what, that brings a boys to the yard. <laughs> Lauren's lasagna. And she had to take the lasagna out of the oven and he was yeah. trying to – So he – This is so sexual. I know, I it never... really is. But we hear this crash bang in the next room in the kitchen and we run in and Lauren – Ned's 
burnt his hand on the pipe. Right. Again, he's been tinkering with the pipes. Yeah, yeah. And he's knocked the lasagna off, one of the lasagnas off of the bench. Also, so because Lauren's made two lasagnas for Tarage, who's grieving and an alcoholic, and she's gone away on. Yes, and this is another yeah. home and away. This is yeah. Rebecca Elmaloglu, yes. who I just looked at and went, hang on a sec, what's she doing on this show? She's getting it done. Yeah, this right. That's what she's doing. She's yeah. doing good stuff. No, I like it. She, um, so Loz has made, and also Loz now dates Tarage's still husband. They haven't yes. split up properly. But she's going, you know what, we can take some lasagnas around for these two women. And well done. <laughs> I, if I got my own personal lasagna yeah. and I don't have to dirty a dish, I just grab yeah. a fork and I'm good and to go. And just hook in. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. I'm there. In fact, if that ever happens, could you call me? Yes. Because I will abandon my children for that. <laughs> just grab a fork, yeah. tuck in. Yeah. So, well, like that's, that's a good friend. That's a good yeah. pal who's going to make you your own personalised lasagna Yeah, trait. your own personalised lasagna in good times and in bad. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah, but he's knocked one off of the bench and yeah. that, he was almost dead to me when he did that because he broke the lasagna and then they go out to this dumpster and have this like close conversation and then Tyler, Tyler Brennan, he overhears them and he knows that Ned's got the hots for an older woman. Right. And he's like, whoa, whoa, pull it, pull it up here. Like, are you into your dad's missus? Yeah. yeah. Now, Tyler, yeah. this is the guy with the man bun. Yep, yeah. man bun Who, who wears his man bun to bed. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to leave your hair down. I'm fascinated by the man bun. Do you know there's a kid in grade five at my kid's school who's got a man bun? I'm like, really? Wow. Are they starting that early? Is that the new rat's tail? It must be. But the idea of wearing it to bed, like he he never shakes it out. Like he never, you know, the librarian taking off the glasses. and under, Like don't you ever have that moment at the end yeah, of the day, always. guys with man buns, where you let it, it's like taking off your bra. Like yeah, you just gets, want to be free. It gets quite sore up there as well if all your hair's it pulled sure tight. Does. Man bun and half an eyebrow, that guy. What happened to his eyebrow? I've never looked. Sometimes I'm There's tweeting. There's a storyline in that. Sometimes I'm tweeting, so I'm looking down. So I miss the fine, the finer details, but no. I haven't looked at his I eyebrows. Think given the history of Neighbours as I know it, either that part of his eyebrow drove off a cliff <laughs> and may or may not return or it's gone to Queensland. Or maybe the boiler burnt it off. Maybe <laughs> there's something we don't... Maybe. Terrible um, plucking accident. So the... Amazing thing is that Ned goes to chat to Loz. Piper overhears, because Loz has come around to drop off the lasagna, Piper overhears. He's like, I just want to talk about how we felt when we kissed. And Piper's like, you kissed. <laughs> Head explodes. Yep. And that's where we leave Monday. Go and vlog and, about that. And that's, well, and that's where we head into Tuesday with the cat out of the bag. Yes. And the whole thing is, he kissed me. I, we didn't, but, you know, you, there's a moment where someone's coming at you. Yep. There You've is, got time. There's a bit of time. You've got time. We've all done it when it's been that dodgy uncle. We've, <laughs> we've had time. You know, if you can if you can turn away and, and stop that happening, you can shut it down when it's somewhere else. Particularly when it's the middle of the day and no one's – everyone's senses are all working at full capacity. Yeah, it's not 3am in a nightclub. No, it's, it's not that difficult yeah. by the pool in the daytime – when your your partner's son comes yes. at you, yes, that's right. But she, with intent, in he comes, and she let that happen for a good couple of seconds. Yeah, right. And then said, "No, no, 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 no." Now, so Piper runs around to Dad's place, and she's like, "Got to get you up to speed here." Yep. Big bros hitting on Loz. Drab, I guess, has feelings yes. about this. Um, well, he'd want to, <laughs> wouldn't he? Because if he doesn't. He needs psychological assistance. 
doesn't he? Oh no, that's fine. Whatever, well, whatever he, they want to do. I mean, makes them happy. I don't care. He wasn't going to serve. So, what was your take on Lauren and Ned? Yeah, uh, just that he he's punching up. Ned Ned <laughs> is punching up when it comes to Lauren because you're right. Kate Kendall got it going on. Punching up. I wonder if that's an expression our British friends punching up. Well, look, he's he's no. quite a good looking bloke himself, but I reckon that that Lauren had teach him a thing or two and just I, quietly. And we have this theory that they kind of frump her up a bit for neighbours to play a mum, to play like well, see, a mum of adult kids. Because they're, frump- they're not frumping up Carla, Bonner. Not they're at not, all. They're not frumping up Steph. Quite I, the opposite actually. Well, there's some pictures online of Kate Kendall when she did a play with Gaz Can, who we'll meet later in the week, and she's a bombshell in yes. these promotional photos and they never do her makeup like that on Neighbours. Well, here's an, here's an issue then. Why why can't we have hot mums? Why can't we? Uh, not not that we have to make them all hot. No. Like we're not saying, you know, all mums should aspire to look like, like we've all been through the yummy mummy thing. Yeah. Like we've, we've put that to bed. You don't have to look a certain way no. when you get to a certain stage. But if she is naturally hot, why why don't they let her be that look on at the this. show? Look at this. You yeah. know what I'm going to say, don't Terry you? gasped. Hot as balls. <laughs> and can I just tell you that as and balls both have a Z on the other yeah. on the yeah. end when they're used that way. Now, why doesn't she look like – why can't she look I like that no on the idea. show? Because – okay, they let her have the trendy bathers and – she wears a lot of very sensible shirts and – I don't know. This that haircut does nothing. They never put they never put curl in that haircut. There seems to be two two things going on at the same time when we see mums on TV. Either they're glammed up like Housewives of Melbourne style, yeah. and you know this is what you have to look like, yeah. or they are if they're a woman who's naturally beautiful, they're made to look not beautiful yeah. because they're playing a mum of a. 20-year-old. It's like yeah. it's like you can't you can't find the natural balance between those no. two, which is what you actually see in real life, yes. isn't it? So anyway, that's a side note. But yes. So he's punching up apparently. He's punching, punching above I his weight. I he's punching up because I think as good-looking as he is, he's, he's kind of that, you know, he's going to attract a little kind of teeny bopper. Yeah. Like he's, he's not – he's got no idea no. what he's in for if he hooks up with her. She no. Will, she will teach him some stuff. <laughs> and she – and he um, – and he's talking too much about – it's great that he's in touch with his – he's in tune with his feelings, but they've put them all out on the table. He's like, when I look at you, you're what I want in a relationship. I'm like, that's not hot. That's not fun. Yeah, don't say you're that. You're what I want in a, in a relationship. Yeah. A maternal figure <laughs> who will wash my chocks. And make me pancakes. And yeah, make me pancakes. Tell me it's 11.30. Shouldn't you yeah. go to bed now? Mm. So Piper, by the way, is outraged and she vlogs it. She, yes, she yeah, gets, saw that. Gets her vlog out and wants to. First, a couple of things I took issue with here is she's about to air her family's dirty laundry on the YouTube. Yeah. Then she says it's not Game of Thrones; it's drama on Ramsey Street. Yeah. But you, you should not. But this is she shouldn't be watching Game of Thrones. Firstly, as a sixteen-year-old. Secondly, yeah. she shouldn't be broadcasting her street address on the internet <laughs> when she has a mildly successful YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, that's dangerous. She's going to get stalkers at her doorstep. Well, you know, it's neighbours. That's what they want. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they run a bus tour through that street. They want stalkers. And, but it's a cul-de-sac. That's, it's not going to take much for people to no, find her to actual address. Yeah, you just got to sit in a parked car yeah. for a little while and you'll see, you'll see everyone by the end of the hour, but you'll see her eventually. Yeah, so that's where she lives. That's just unwise mm. internet protocol. And then Cyber safety. Yeah. Where is it? No, not there. And Tyler rolls on in and tries to distract her with the vlogs of the videos of cute animals. So they are quite clearly going to do something 
that it involves an exchange of bodily fluids at some point, aren't they? And a few of us are taking issue with this because Piper is 16 and Tyler is of an unspecified 20-something age. With a man bun <laughs> that may be older. <laughs> and he, they never say his age, ever. Yeah, right. But we know, we think he's 24, maybe 23. And yes, I know it happens. And 16, yeah, but it's not legal. It's it's apparently it's legal. We, it? We've all Googled it in our time of encountering these characters. Yeah, right. And I'm sure Tyler's Googled it. Yeah, because it's got to well, be. Well, they spend board. a lot of time on their phones. I mean, if they're not Googling, is it Can legal we for me to have sex with this person? Then what are they doing? If they can't go around to toadies and just study up <laughs> yeah. on the legalities of this, yeah, that's exactly. an issue. So it is legal, but it's icky. Is the consensus? Yeah, right. Because he's in his he's in his mid twenties and she's in year eleven. Do you think he takes his man bun out when he? <laughs> do you think that's the only time? Do you think that's the signal, right? We're we, on. We've seen man it. Man buns out. We've seen it out a couple of times, and that once was in the pool. He has like, and oh. he has a lob. Here's the long bob happening. Oh yeah, right. And Interesting. then he wants for to get a, out in the pool. You'd leave it up in the pool, yeah. wouldn't you? <laughs> get it out of your face. Yeah, right. I think there'll be a reveal. I think the next time he he undoes the man bun, some <laughs> character that we haven't seen for uh-huh. how, I don't know how many years will jump out and they'll go, is that, is that where you've been all or, this time? Or maybe there'll be a tumour buried in there. Oh, and right, he, off to Germany. Off to <laughs> Dr. Carlsberg, we've got another one for you. So... Yeah, because they're doing some FaceTiming. With oh. He's got his shirt off and she's on the couch, but it kind of looks like she's not maybe in the maybe not on the couch, that but in a bed. And very that was sexual, a bit suggestive, very. And I didn't I didn't mind it if it weren't for the fact that it was those two characters. And I don't I'm not on I don't sign off on that. Yeah. Um, but he's so he's trying to comfort her, and he's never at his job. He's never at the garage. Does he work? He's a mechanic. Kind of example are we send, sending for Australia's youth? You got a job, but you're never there. You spend all day hanging out at the cafe, the coffee shop, yeah. or drinking at Lasseter's. Show some examples of of just you know applying yourself yeah. at what you do. I mean, Don't just hang around FaceTiming in a man bun all day. You know, the problem is that when he gets on that thing on wheels to get under the cars, yeah. his man bun keeps dragging <laughs> on the ground. And it becomes, I mean, that is occupational health and safety issue right there because if that hair, if it comes undone and then the hair gets caught in the wheels, he's fucked. Like he will, <laughs> he will scalp himself just trying to roll under the <laughs> under the falcon. Carl, Carl can handle that. He can handle a scalping. scalping. Yeah, all right. Now, um, oh, and the, the thing is, so Lauren's been confiding in Steph about, because she's a, a couple of times she'd mentioned to Steph, I think my stepson's flirting with me. Yeah. And wasn't disgusted by this she was kind of like flushed a little bit going well I think it's into me I got the impression when I saw this conversation between the two of them that she was you know when you run something by a mate yeah because you're secretly hoping that they'll go cool <laughs> that is awesome yes you should definitely go there yeah. that's the impression yeah. that I got when she was having these conversations and with her she's looked around at the array of dodgy neighbors and she's gone staff's on board with this mm. yep. her check had passed She's going to co-sign. Yeah. But no, Steph was like, oh, I don't know if you want to do that. And Yes. Are you sure you weren't into it? She was calling her out on it. And then she's basically decided that, well, Ned's got to go. You've got to get out. Yeah. Like pack up your stuff and go. Do you know what I found interesting about that? Because she told him, you know, I think it's a good idea if you yeah. leave. 
it's not it's it's her partner's kid like yeah. can you actually tell a child that's technically not yours to leave <laughs> like shouldn't she have run that past drab first and said listen i'm thinking this is the bit like yeah i, I guess well he's also just a 21 year old adult man that's li- that. living in her house that not paying board yeah. she's told him several times now to get a job yeah. he is potentially just hanging around in order to sexually harass her yeah. so she's you're right she's well within her she's rights taking, to tell the fuck off taking that action. but it's probably kosher for her to run it by his father mm. who's trying to bond with him yeah and drab's just pissed off somewhere he's to do some thinking he's doing some thinking does he work what does he do oh my god he's a teacher he's in charge of young minds really he's a pe teacher right so he's touching him up as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but that's a good one to save yeah. for down the track. Yeah, come on, he, we've got to have that story. He's line. never there though. Now let's get to what we yes. need to get to now is Paul Robinson in prison. Now we've we've set up. I haven't watched this show for a long time. Mm-hmm. I noticed Paul limping yeah. and figure out that he's got a prosthetic leg. Sure does. Where did his leg go? Please don't tell me Queensland or Germany. Um, it blew up. It blew up. It might, may well have ended up. Who knows? They maybe they reattached part of it to someone else in Germany. But uh, okay, Paul Robinson's leg. People keep asking me this, and I keep forgetting to Google it. So I'm going to Google it right now. Oh, okay, because it was concerning to. I mean, great limp acting, he, like the limping. He's perfected he's, it over he's the years. Done that extremely well because it doesn't look over the top. It's not. Hey, there's something wrong with my leg. It's just you kind of notice. Yeah. Is there something wrong yeah. with his leg? And he always makes sure it's the right one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he doesn't mix them up. Do you think he has? He has a. There's actually. You know how they have continuity people who work on the. Is yeah. there someone who's like now? Just remember, it's your left leg before every scene, <laughs> just to make sure he doesn't fuck it up. Oh, maybe. Yeah. They they always have to make sure that if they're wearing a hat in the last scene, like yeah, if Tyler's yeah. got the man barn up, he's yeah. got to have the man barn up again. So yeah, yeah maybe. Right. Maybe that's why he always nails it. I reckon they get the ruler out for Tyler's man bun and make sure it's exactly <laughs> the right height that it was in, in case it's dropped a bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. How did Paul lose his leg? I'm going to do go to Yahoo Answers. There's a... Awesome. What? Okay, no, that's fake. That's not a real answer. Was it busking and it, and it became successful and left? <laughs> so, uh, it released a single like Holly yeah. Valance. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember her single? Kiss Kiss. Uh, kiss Kiss, that's right. And the film clip, everyone remembers the film clip, even if they don't remember the single. <laughs> she had headlights where her breasts should be. She did, and some strategically placed horizontal lines that didn't really do much. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to text Remude because she's just a faster link. I feel, I feel like I've, I've thrown you by saying, hey, how did you lose No, but people keep asking and I keep forgetting. So okay. there All we right. go. We'll, we'll stand get, by, we'll stand by the for the alert there. Yeah, he's in the slammer and wow, is it gritty. In there, they, their T-shirts are dark green. That's how we know it's Wow. Gritty. I'm watching these scenes. So they're sitting in the calf and he's not, he's being cut off by the, by the cafeteria staff. He's not getting fed. I'm thinking you have taken this straight out of Orange is the New Black. He is not allowed to eat. They've cut him off. And I, now I have some insight, which, and maybe I can pepper it through while we're talking. Okay. A family member of mine has experience in corrections. Yes. Okay. And I asked him if they can just cut off That is a lunch. beautifully diplomatic way of describing your family member and I respect you for that. <laughs> experience in corrections. Yeah. Not a teacher, but experience in corrections. <laughs> he's a corrections officer. Okay. Uh, and I thought that was your nice way of saying he's fucking done some time. <laughs> he's, like, he's been in for a few years and he told me some stuff. Yeah, we write letters back and forth. <laughs> 
he, no, he's he's on the other side. Yeah, okay. he's, on the, he's on the good side of All the right. law. And I rang him up for a little chin wag today, and yeah. that was fun. And I said, "Yeah, can you just cut off the meal times?" He yeah. said, "No, you you're legally not allowed to pr- like keep food from the inmates. Yeah, they, right. They have to get lunch. Yeah. Stand by, and the notification has just come in. Okay, on Paul's leg loss. Everyone pushed off a cliff by the mafia." And only lost the leg. Well, I think it got amputated. Yeah, right. Head, and head was fine. Head didn't go, but the leg, the leg was went. sufficiently damaged. And that's... The leg is sleeping with the fishes. That's what I thought was the joke answer on Yahoo Answers. I thought that's not real. <laughs> but no, it's the real thing. Thanks, wow. Kate. Now, in prison, Paul wants to buy some protection, like he wants to buy a pack of Band-Aids or something. Well, he's worried that he's going to be executed Carl Williams style, yeah. I think is his concern, by some uh, very burly blokes. I've just got the most <laughs> stereotypical prison-looking... It's great. It's like the Night's Watch has come in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the biggest, beefiest, beardiest men. Yeah, they're basically saying this is where the bikey gang members are. Yeah. Yeah, look at them. Uh, and... I love great day for those extras. Like great to get a call if you're oh, the big yeah. burly guy. Going, yeah. Yes, with the sleeve tats. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and a huge gut. They're all looking very healthily fed. And <laughs> so not, not a lot happening in the exercise so yard. Clearly, because you're legally not allowed to cut them off from lunch. Yeah, right. So they're all tucking in. Yeah. And it all looks like it's filmed out the back of the Channel 10 shelter sheds, those prison scenes. None of wadding, yeah. so nasty. Which does have the history of Prisoner being filmed out there. Of course. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Of course it does. So they're probably using some of the same ambience yeah, that right. was available to them. Yeah. There's a bloke in there that he knows. Yeah, Gaz Can. Gary yeah. Canning is Xanthi's father. Yes. So Xanthi is the euphonium player. Correct. Right. I've picked that up. The very glamorous euphonium player. You can't player. keep her bloody mouth shut, as I'm Correct. sure we'll discuss by the end yep. of the week. She's Colette Nan's granddaughter. And Kyle, who was the Frankston yes. born and bred, he's gone to Germany. Right. But he, uh, that's Gary Canning's dad. And uh, Xanthi's his daughter with another mother. Okay. So, um He's right. in there because Paul paid him to beat up a guy, uh, to beat up a guy. I don't know. It was long For and convoluted. For Paul and doesn't need a reason. <laughs> yeah, he I doesn't did. need a reason. Nah. So, but then that all came out and now Gary's in the slammer and dark on Paul for that. Yeah. And also, staff's 100k down because she paid Paul's bail. She put up Paul's bail. Yes. And they're going to lose his motel, but he wants to keep it as to use as leverage yep. to buy protection like you can go buy it from the kiosk. Yeah, yeah. They, they deal it out. <laughs> they exchange it for cigarettes. <laughs> and um, well, Or play lunch food. Yes. Because there was a lot of passing around of snacks. Yeah, there was. They're doing very well in there. This must be some kind of glamorous prison that he's in. It's – and also – And he's reading Penguin paperbacks, like classics. Classics. As if. Prisoners are re- – they are looking at porn. That's what they're doing. <laughs> and sitting there with a bloody penguin paperback. And if they can't get – Jane Eyre. Fuck off, Paul. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe a bit of Lady Chatterley's lover. Oh, my God. Uh, but, no, he's brought it with him. And I love that he goes to read it out in the yard. Like, he doesn't just stay in his bunk. He's like, I'm going to go read it in the fresh air. Yeah, well, this is the thing. For a man who's afraid for his life – don't go out in the fucking yard. You stay in your room. The door is shut. The guards are nearby. You're safe. Don't yeah. be flaunting it in the yard with your penguin paperbacks. Go and pen your memoirs. You might as well just walk straight up to a bikey and say, come at me, bro. Like there's no – where is the forethought of this bloke? <laughs> we'll pick that up again, but he's getting hassled and that's when, yeah, Gary emerges and we reveals that he's top dog somehow. Yes. 
He must have done some stuff in there to be well, top yeah. dog. He's like, you bit, have to earn top dog. Yeah, he's a bit Carl Williams esque, actually. Gaz yeah. can. So has uh, he been in Neighbours before? He looked. He looked. From, or has he been on well, something else on, on TV that he's, I would know a, him from? He's a proper workhorse actor. Like he yeah, does right. everything. And he was in that picture I showed you before yes, of Kate Kendall. Kate Kendall looking yeah. hot yeah. as ball. <laughs> <laughs> And Gary, um, not so much. Yeah, Gary, like he's a very he's got a very particular look. Yeah, and well done because he's produced that gorgeous creature of Xanthi. So yes. genes work in mysterious ways. Yeah, but he has that look that works for him, and he's a very he's got a good character face. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't put money on this, but I reckon if I googled him, I reckon he's been in Underbelly or something. Like God, he's got, surely he's got that I think look so. To him, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, but we'll we'll pick them up again. So okay. we're on that, we finished Tuesday with. Um, uh, piles, as I'm calling them, Tyler and Piper, have a little wrestle. <laughs> We've got a cream for that. <laughs> yeah, they need to apply. Yeah, when you're sick of that storyline, I'll just give you that cream yep. and you'll be right. <laughs> they have a little wrestle because they're always tussling, like they're brother and sister having a little yeah yeah. Could they, rough they're not, housing. They're not brother and sister, are they? Like there's all these. Not yet. They're not yet. Okay. Also, but he's pashed, he's pashed both of her sisters. Has he? He Imogen, who we don't have anymore, she, Rebecca Amaloglu's other daughter, they went on some dates and they played strip poker and had a make out sesh. That didn't pan out. They just they were just friends. And then he had a big crush on Paige, who's the half sister right. of Piper and Imogen. Yeah, yeah. He had a massive crush on Paige and, and nothing happened. Had a make out sesh, but she loved his brother, Mark Brennan. He's getting it out a little bit, putting it out there. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying, but he's not, it's the man bun. Once he, he lops that, yeah, I he, reckon even Kate Kendall will say yes. It's on. But he's had to move younger and younger because no one's into it. <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. So um, they have a wrestle. They almost pash and then mum comes home That's and she's right. got to stick him in the laundry. Yep. Which is where actually mum, Tarage, kept her stash of wine in the washing machine. So Re- I am going to do that. <laughs> I Because look, you, you probably can't see from where you're sitting. We're, we're sitting just near. That, look at all the washing out there. The yeah. amount of time I spend in the laundry. That is the perfect, that is the perfect place. It's exactly where you want a tipple. To have a cask. <laughs> cask yeah. terage was keeping a bottle she didn't even go the cask wow red or white red terage is red all yeah, the way okay. yeah, i suppose yeah you can't it won't get cold enough if it's what you know what i'm writing that down because <laughs> that is gonna happen in my house <laughs> mcwilliams <But> claret <laughs> so uh, wednesday is when terage has come back from the her air quotes health retreat yes uh which That's is rehab rehab yeah, yeah which yeah. was i think a day if we're generous, two days. A day will do it. Just put your feet up just for a day. Don't cook, don't clean, don't make a lasagna. Have an eye mask. Yeah, and you'll be right. Don't and go near the laundry because that will give you an association of, well, hang on, that's yeah, where my wine no. was. The cleaners will do the laundry and yeah. she took her power suits and off she went to Tasmania. She does like a bit of power, yeah. dressing, doesn't she? Even she, when she's dressed down, she's... she's yeah, because she's a hotel manager. Yeah, right, that's okay. her wardrobe. So... She sends Tarage upstairs out of the laundry and then she and Piper and Tyler have this, oh, we're not just friends, chat. We're more than friends, chat. Which I'm always jealous of because whenever I've put the moves on a friend, they're always like, no, no, we're friends. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> same. So I never understand how it goes in another direction. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. Just luck. Yeah. Just luck. It's like, maybe we're not friends. No, we're friends. Okay, cool. Yep, just check it. Just checking in on that. Uh and then they, they say, but we can't cross the line. And they don't specify. But even though we know it's because it's creepily weird, the age yep. gap. Yep. Um, in the middle of all of this, 
Ned's been booted out of the, the Law's house. He's packed his stuff. Yeah, and he's he's leaving his tattoo sketches. He's a tattoo artist. He's leaving his sketches oh, around the place. Is that what they were? Yeah. Because his dad said, oh, yeah, leave yeah. leave those ones. And I thought, what are they? Are they pictures of Kate Kendall? <laughs> what, are they? what are they? He's probably got a few of those, but he's not leaving them around. Yeah, right. He's keeping them locked away. But he because that's how they bonded because she's an artist. She like she drew the, she designed the Lasseter's logo. Yeah, nice. And, and she cleans her brushes at the kitchen table. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's not great. She needs... A wine laundry yeah. to get it, <laughs> to clean her paintbrushes. Yeah. Oh, I just wrote here, I am sad. Because I, really, I really like Ned. I wasn't ready for him to come back. But I do know... You just want to look at him. That's all you want. But I do know that via Instagram, he's on the way back. Because he's going to do oh. another stint in a few weeks. Okay. So he'll come back for a visit. And my theory, my vision, is that I want him to come back. And then she says, sorry, she really was into it. They have a sneaky passion. Then it's over for real. No, I reckon something's going to happen. I think it's going to go further because he's he's quite clearly well. He told his dad, "I've still got feelings for her." Yeah, which is a weird convo. So he's not he's not going to come back and go. I've still got feelings, but I'm happy to suppress those. I struggle at the best of times to tell my folks about that I'm into people, like even yeah, yeah. with people that I'm in a relationship with. Let alone having to talk to them about the feelings I have for their spouse. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, Mum. I'm hot for dad. <laughs> It's it's just awkward at the best of times. Yeah, that's right. So does the actor do something else? Is he is he going for a little so yawn somewhere else because he's got a band that he's playing in and they're touring? Or I think he to... actually does musical theatre. Does he? Yes. All right. Because I in, know where you're going to be. In yeah, half ticks. Yeah. Um, I I um, tweeted him and asked. Of course you did. What uh, connection he had to Natalie and Brulia. Like, what of what of Natalie and Brulia's genes were passed down to Ned? Yeah, right. And he said her singing voice, but you'll never get to hear it. Oh. So there's a tease. Okay. That'll sell some tickets to whatever production. <laughs> will he do a cover in? of Torn? Will, oh, that, will that be his thing just for that, the people that know him and people will go, hang on, I see what you That would be the there. best piece of social media marketing. Absolutely. Ned doing Torn. Yeah. Why not? Make oh, it happen. Okay. Yep, that's my mission. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm getting it. Yep. Don't do any other songs because they were all shit. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, there was that The one where she had a sore album? throat and she couldn't sing the whole – she had to, like, speak, sing, talk, sing it. Yeah, that oh, one. Oh, yeah, the one that – Bad Day on or something. On yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounded exactly like yeah. that. Yeah, he could do pretty that much. <laughs> yeah. White Lily's Island. Was that the album? Pretty, wow. Pretty sure that's the one. Yeah. Well, he could do a whole album. He could do a whole session. Why do the, I know that? The Natalie and Brulia sessions. Yeah. Buy it. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, and then it's a very swift, like, and then Piper's dark on her brother and Tyler's like, go say goodbye to your brother. You know what it's like to have inappropriate feelings for someone. <laughs> There's a connection. So she gives him a hug. And valid point, Tiles. As he gets into a yellow cab. And yeah, no one's Ubering on Ramsey Street. No, well that I was actually going to ask that. Why are they, you know, so forward thinking with the technology and yet no one is in an Uber eating mints that you're worried might be laced with Rohypnol? <laughs> the only reason I can think that they're getting taxis is because this is a very efficient travel agent that books them all on there within an hour of them making a life choice to move states. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a very very specific flight they have to yeah. catch and they you can't really pre-book Ubers. So maybe right. you pre-book the taxi yep. to be on the street at 2pm and then you go to catch your Jetstar flight back to Sydney. Always the same company. Yeah. Always yeah. the same I think maybe even company. The there same. must be money must have exchanged hands. This must be some kind of sponsorship thing. Maybe even the same rego, the same one cab. <laughs> the same guy. 
like, oh, I'll do the Ramsey Street run. And Loz looks off to the side. She doesn't even say goodbye. They just have these, like, this long gaze, this yes. exchange of starey eyes. Yes. Um, In that particularly unflattering shade of orange that she was oh, wearing that day with the matching lipstick. They, Don't do that to Kate Kendall. They love to pop her in a citrus tone. Oh, no. Really? Is that a regular thing? I think a few times we've hashtagged online, stop wearing yellow. <gasps> Hashtag stop wearing yellow. <laughs> Why are they trying to make her look bad? I, maybe maybe it's a personal thing. Maybe the wardrobe uh, master and Kate Kendall have got some kind of Ooh. personal, you know, they, they're not, not having a bar of each like, other. Get you, Kendall. I'm going to make you wear orange tomorrow. I've got a lime blouse. <laughs> And maybe it started as a contrast to Teraja's hard-edged power suits. They wanted the soft spring tones to come through Lauren and now it's just that's how it is now. Yeah, and clearly they've decided that Steph is the sexy mum, so we can't have two <laughs> sexy mums. We need to have, we need to space it out a bit. Amazing. Yeah, it's like because we only ever have really one gay couple on Neighbours at a Time, which is great, right. but it would be great to have more. But also it's like one gay character in, one gay character out. So it's right. almost like it's one hot mum in, one yep. hot mum out. Yeah. Okay. So now. you know, that it never happens that there's more than one in real life. So <laughs> we wouldn't want to see that on no, television, God, would no. we? So now Jimmy is Amy's son and Amy is Paul Robinson's, one of his long lost yep. kids. And she's a hopeless mother. Yeah. And I wanna, I've got questions for you about the mo- the mommy shaming that went yeah, on yeah, this yeah. week. Yeah. And Chuck, Charlie, Eddie Maguire's son. Yes. In one of Steph's kids. She's got two. One of them she gave away and this one is the one she still wants. So this is the one she likes. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> but he's meant to be 11 and or 10. How 10. old is he in real life? 13. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure he just turned 13. He looks like a young Elvis. <laughs> Don't you reckon? That's a good guy. That's a compliment. Yeah, I'd, he does. I'd take that. So this is, this is awesome. This is from Simon on Twitter at stuck underscore in a book. Yep, we're the same age, and he's drawn this little tiny weenie Jimmy and this, <laughs> this young man. That is that is very Charlie. well represented. <laughs> and suddenly Jimmy has this holdover. It's like Gary in prison. He's, he, Jimmy is somehow top dog in this friendship. Yep. And the kid that plays Jimmy, can we just talk about, he looks like he should be in the Dark Crystal. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's quite... Elvish, impish, <laughs> otherworldly. Like he's a weird-looking offshoot. I, mean, I love Jimmy. Kid. I've got a soft spot for Jimmy. He's, I think he's adorable. Did Jimmy set off the explosion? At oh my because god! The way he's going, that's looking like it could be a possibility. I think you've just you've just solved it. Yeah, it's got to be Jimmy. That's what I'm here for. Uh, and also, I just realised I skipped ahead in my notes. That's from Thursday. But so okay. rounding off Wednesday. All right, let's go back to Wednesday. We've, um, Ned's pieced out. Prison Pals with a Z is what I've written in my notes. <laughs> it's almost like an, an, its own spin-off sitcom. Yeah. Farnet Aaron's for Prison or wherever it is. It's got to be close. Yeah. Because they're zipping back and forth to it quite Visitation frequently. Visitation is quite easy, isn't it? Yeah. And I did ask uh, my source about Visitation because there was one day last year where Colette Nan frequented that prison three times in one day. Right. And, okay, you can – have more than one visitor in a day. Yep. But what they do do is they put a time limit. You're allowed to have as many visits as you want with your lawyer. Yep. There's no limit on that. So Toadie can go in. Who's yep. he representing? Oh, whoever's yep. whoever's paying. Right. Or sometimes pro bono, okay. wh- whatever he's interested in. You can't go over an hour though. Like they're, they're quite strict on the time yep. within your one visit. So... She's not conjugally visiting anyone in there, is she? <laughs> Hope not. Because that's a word. Although once she did get 
Colin and Andy get trapped in the cooler room, the cool room of Lassiter's with Paul and they wound up glad wrapped together. They are having a problem with extremes of temperatures. The cool room, the boiler room. <laughs> I can get it right. They were glad wrapped together. I glad think, wrapped together. I think That's f- a weird sex thing, isn't it? I think for warmth. Yeah, so, right. So maybe she, she, Paul played his cards right. He could have had a conjugal visit. Yeah. And so. Um, Glad wrapped together. Yeah. This is why. The writers of Neighbours, seriously, put down the crack pipe. <laughs> put it down. Put it down. Step away. I say top it up because <laughs> I, I enjoy it. Yeah, right. So she's gone in because Paul. Do I get this right? Mm. Paul has just fed Gary this all this information that he was previously unaware of about his daughter. Yes. Most importantly, that she's busking, <laughs> uh, which which Gary he I actually wrote this down. Gary says busking, great, which is a, a really clear sign that he is on the gear while in prison because no one says busking, great. It's like, oh, good. What is a good career path for Xanthi? The euphonium. No, I'm okay with the euphonium. She's busking with the... Great. If it said she's doing an internship with the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra, yeah. then maybe you yeah, go. exactly. Well Set done. Set your sights higher. Uh, the other... So Paul's told him all this stuff and then Colette Nan, he's taken it up with her and said, hang on, you didn't tell me. But let's set the most beautiful scene. She was busking. Gary is walking around the prison yard toting a bag of apples. That's right. Straight from the Coles. the pre-packed coals with the little plastic container and the plastic wrap. It was the one kilogram bag that yeah. I buy for my boyfriend for him to take to work because yep. he loves the Granny Smiths and it was Granny Smith as yep, well. that's what it was. And he had the Coles bag of apples. Yep. And I put the question to my source, can you just wander about the prison yard with a bag of apples? And he said, not a whole bag. Maybe he was going to kill someone with the bag of apples. <laughs> Maybe that he was going to bludgeon someone to death with a one kilo Coles <laughs> bag of apples. Maybe, you know. That is how Carl Williams that's died. What happened. They won't show us the footage, but I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. Oh, my God. And, like, you can be putting contraband in those apples. And my source said that they can have maybe one or two at a time right. walking around with apples and because they get given a, a provision at lunchtime. You get a piece of fruit with yep. your lunch. You could smuggle a shiv into a banana. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. If you got it on the right angle, you'd be able to do it and you could actually stab someone with a banana. And, and <laughs> That's what I'd be doing. Like Maybe Gaz is stockpiling apples. I mean, you'd think pineapples would be doing more damage. Well, I tell you what, if you were going to stockpile a fruit, apples would be the one because they would last longer than oranges, longer than bananas. Mm. Longer. Especially Coles apples, those things. Yeah, they do. You could have one for six months in the bottom of your crisper. Yeah, and you go, oh, this store, it's yeah. all right. Bit yeah. of bruising, we'll be okay. A bit soft, but it's okay. <laughs> and Paul's desperate for an apple because they're starving him. And the prisoners are playing pranks. They're like giving him a chocolate bar and all rocks fall out of the packaging. That was brilliant. <laughs> that was brilliant. It's like punked. They've got punked going. Psychological in the- torture. <laughs> Here you go. Have a boost. Oh, look, it's gravel. No, no one's anybody's bitch. It's just you got the wrong chalky bar. Yeah. That's all. Forget what happens in the showers. It's what's happening with the empty chocolate reference. It's what's happening at play lunch that yeah. does the real damage. That's right. And the next bit of bullshit. Oh, I gotta get my. I gotta get my list of bullshit. Here we go. It's a long list. <laughs> I can't get enough of the prison. The prison story. I just. It brought me so much joy. Oh, the other thing is, he kept asking Zeph to bring him food. Yes. You're not allowed to bring food to prisoners. No. It's not a hospital. 
No, no, <laughs> you can't come with a fruit basket. <laughs> you can't because that's where you smuggle in contraband. Yeah, that's right. That's how people stage prison breaks as well. It is, it is a worry that he – I mean, how long has he been starved for? Are we assuming now that his blood sugar is so low that he'll ask anyone for roughage? Yeah, like, is, yeah. that, is that what he's – It seems to be a day or two. Here's, here's what's going to happen. This will be the downfall of Paul Robinson. He will get so hungry that he will start turning tricks for fruit <laughs> in prison. For a vitamin C hit. <laughs> yeah. It's easy. He didn't miss lunch. He probably still had his porridge in the morning. So he, look, he's only been in there for three days, yeah. hasn't he? It's not, yeah. it's not been that his long. His trial – He's pretty much done the 40-hour famine and he can't cope with it. <laughs> and they've given him that energy. He doesn't have a barley sugar to tide him over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Here's the point where Paul rings up Colette Nan on the waterhole phone, on the bar phone. And I said to my source, can you ring? Can an inmate just ring a bar? Yeah. And he said no. No, that's how you call in a bomb threat. That's <laughs> <laughs> You can't do that. You can't ring. He said they're allowed a list of up to 10 phone numbers, like mobiles or whatever. Yeah. Um, if they happen to call that mobile and that person is in a bar, then you can't prevent that. Yes. Um, I miss you. Hi, it's me. <laughs> I miss you. See you in 18 months. I'll, I'll probably call you again next week. Uh, so also, so Sheila wouldn't be on his list of sanctioned phone calls. No, you wouldn't assume. Um, but he's phoned it in. And but then again, there's how many, how many houses are there on Ramsey Street? Maybe he's just got every house on Ramsey yes. Street. Plus Lassiter's, and then yeah. that's that's it. That's, that's his it. ten. <laughs> so she was that's just all he knows. That's oh, all he good, knows. good, good. Also, the bar is attached to the Lassiter's complex, right? So it, he wouldn't be allowed to ring the place that he's been convicted of exploding. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't think. You, you can't just ring them. The problem lies, I think, with the law enforcement in this case, and who is that cop? Because he's oh, useless. And if it's him in charge of the whole thing, well, that's why he's, he's a, calling he's a the bar and Lassiter's. He's a constable. He's not even right? a senior constable. <laughs> <laughs> he, the, good, the best thing about Mark Dalcop is that they've oh. finally upgraded his uniform to the actual Melbourne Police awful. Navy Blue I uniform. know cops and there are no cops like that cop. Why? What? Tell me he, why. Well, he's the walking dead, isn't he? Like he's just and, – and I don't know, is it – He's got a notepad. Know, I'm, not, I'm not begrudging the, the acting necessarily. Is it – his character's just a nothing. There's nothing there. No. He's got to go. He's, we went and they put Did him he? into witness protection and then he came back. Oh, God. Get another one. Bruce Samerson played a cop once, didn't he? Get him back. What's he doing? Selling real estate in Queensland. Get him back. I think he's available. Get him back. Bruce Samerson's definitely available. And, yeah, I, I don't think that you need to have – because there was another cop but he died. So, it's again, they're like, well, we need a cop because we can't do any cop storylines. So just can't you look at Home and Away? They've got chick cops. Yes. They're much better. Yeah. Get a chick cop. They have actually – they had a lesbian detective okay. for a while. That's but a start. I, maybe her day rate's too expensive. She needs a partner. They can meet at work. It's they, fine. They had yeah. Make it happen. It's, I guess. Oh, we've already got dull cop on. We don't need retainer. Cop. This is a one cop town. Yeah. <laughs> Despite all the bombings, and the shivs in fruit, yeah. this is a one cop <laughs> town. <laughs> we so, don't need any help. So, Thank you. The thing is, though, with Gazcan, he's up for parole again. So he wants to see his daughter busk. He wants to keep his nose clean and get out of there unscathed with no bananas being inserted yeah. into any part of his body. <laughs> and Sheila he tells him to get out. Sheila tells him to keep his nose clean. She's like, Paul Robinson's yanking your chain. Yeah. They were her words. Yeah. 
Um, Has she had work done, Colette Mann, do you reckon? Um, no, I think I've always remembered her looking okay. this way. Okay. Back on, was it Beauty and the Beast with yeah, Stan Zamanik? Yeah, I just haven't seen her for a while. Anyway. Has she? No, she looks exactly the same. Um, since Prisoner, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was all the steam. Yes. You know, in the, you know, it's good. It keeps you hydrated. It's like a health spa. Yeah. So... Paul comes out. Now, he's happy. He reckons he's got protection and he comes out with his big bag of Doritos. Yeah. Big packet of chips. Ask my sauce. You're not allowed to have that big mega packet of chips. You can have little packs. <laughs> really? You asked about what size packet of chips. Firstly, I asked if he was just allowed to wander around with the chips, just digging it, tucking in, just no, on his own time. You can, but he says, firstly, my, his theory was that it must have been product placement with Doritos or something. Yeah, I reckon there's a bit of that going on. Because, but he said no, it would have been a smaller pack of chips. Yellow cabs, product and he, placement. And he says it is, and how likely is it that Gazcan would be like the one that is in control here? And he says it does happen and you have like the businessman and then all of his enforcers. Wow. So he said that was quite. I need to go to prison. <laughs> sounds. Well, there are ways that you can yeah, make yeah. that happen yeah, for yeah. yourself. Um, a few more um, washing machine cask wines. Yeah. We can sort that out. Yeah. Well, from what I see, a few more nude ruby roses just swanning around in the backyard. <laughs> That's what I think prison must be like. Uh, and now, we, so we jump over to Thursday and then we'll round off the week. Okay. We end with, is that when he gets beaten? Because we start Thursday. Yeah, yeah. so Thursday, mm. well, the Friday episode, he's in hospital. Yes. So it must happen on Thursday. Well, but we don't see it, which is a pity. Oh, yeah. We did, just, they, did they beat him with his own prosthetic leg? That was my question. And a bag of apples. And a bag of apples. And, of apples <laughs> and an empty chip packet with a fist in it. <laughs> they did some damage. Especially if the apples still had the stems in. Oh, they're sharp. They're sharp. Uh, and so Thursday, Amy gets the call. Dad's in. Dad's in the hospital. Yeah, Erinsborough Hospital, mind you. Mm. And I immediately questioned that, but my source said no. They can go to local hospitals. That's fine. Yeah. One of the city hospitals does have a prison ward if someone's doing a longer stint. Which, really? if you are beaten into an inch of your life, maybe that is better for Paul. Yeah. To go into the prison ward, and if you are in a local hospital you still would have a corrections officer or two stationed with you. Well, so we saw that and we saw that he was in fact handcuffed to the oh, side yes. of the hospital bed Radio. as well. What you can't have, though, is just rando visitors yep. suddenly go, oh, well, he's out of prison, I'll just go say hi to him over at hospital. No, the visitation rules that apply in hospital, that apply in prison, also oh. apply in hospital. Of course. And you can't just go and hang. Like the, the one of the key witnesses at your murder trial... Whose son you blew up. Yeah, can't just rock up. Can't just go, let's chat. Yeah. Let's chill. The writers, I hope, are paying attention to this information because <laughs> this is the stuff that's bringing down their storylines. <laughs> really? Not the fact that he only got, he had his trial a month no, after. No, not, not the credibility of any of it in terms of storyline. It's, yeah. it's, it's the nitty gritty stuff like yeah. this that people are going, this show is bullshit. Now, now to rage, she needs to go and have a one-on-one with Paul because he's in love with her. But she thinks he killed her son. Right. So that's put a dampener on that situation. So she's not still in any way slightly hot for him, do you reckon? Well, it was hinted at that maybe she felt sorry for him this week. Okay. But they had a really good sizzling makeout sesh, so I'm still hoping that the whole thing's going to drop, that he didn't do it, and then she'll be like, oh, soz. Back on. Yeah. Okay. But now he's hardened. because He shuts her down. He says, I don't forgive you. Yeah. Wait, she says, I don't. I don't know. Someone doesn't forgive someone. No, doesn't she forgive him and he says, I don't forgive you? Yeah. 
She's like, I'm here for 18 years, baby. Yep. It's me and the fruit. Yeah. Now, and this is where we jump back to the dice game, which was ridiculous. On on this podcast, we call them ceramic pig storylines. Ceramic pig. There was a, an issue a while back where Carl Kennedy missed having pets. So right. he went and went to a nursery and bought a giant ceramic pig, floral pig, with daffodils growing out the top of it. Oh, my God. Is that product placement? For Chris and Mari's plant farm. Yeah, did they take off the large <laughs> ceramic pigs with the... Bold. No, and Susan hated it and almost divorced him over it and then the neighbours were pulling pranks by hiding the pig from uh, him. Yeah. Hiding the, sorry, hiding hiding the, the pig. pig. And now whenever a weird storyline pops up that doesn't relate to the main action, it's the ceramic pig. Yeah, so and that's the dice game. That's the dice game, which Jimmy, he's acting up because granddad's in the slammer and he's made up all the rules. And I thought he had an app. I thought it was an app that was deciding all the dares, but no, he's written down a bunch of dares. Right. And they roll the dice and then he says, now we have to go dack someone or now we have to go eat a worm. So they're just ideas that have come from his own brain. Yeah. Right. And one of the things that comes up is you have to steal someone, steal something, and so they get a tour of the cop shop. So what was your read on this dice game situation? So this is basically a, a way to, I think, set up Jimmy as a psychopath in the early stages so this is a future bomber of some whether it's the coffee shop or the lassiters again it'll be due it's got to be when it's due for a new reno yeah yeah they'll (laughs) they'll bomb it why have they never blown up any of the houses they've been due for renos none of them have ever every now and then they get a lick of paint yeah the greenhouse hurts my eyes the one that's green inside that's not a nice one anyway and they build a new pool i think i think this is this is setting up that this kid's going to be trouble yeah big big trouble which is quite... he's going to try and get it on with kate kendall no. at some point it's a bit of a stretch like he's such a sweet little kid and he's in the chess club so they're really drawing a long bow by suddenly going go and shoplift go <laughs> go and at one point Hang he's on chess club kids can be naughty <laughs> they can yeah. drink goon and then try and take someone's queen they can do that after they've graduated chess club yeah, not right. while they're still in chess club Okay, fair enough. Um, um, I have to say the the incident with the pepper spray, I, I wasn't sure about uh, young Maguire's acting chops until mm. I saw his furious blinking after having yeah. been sprayed with the pepper spray. There was a lot of um, business here to do. Like, you know that when you bring moving your nose into blinking... <laughs> that that is some method blinking. Yeah. Like that is top-notch. There needs to be a, a Logie category yeah. for bre- best new blinker. And he probably had to stretch before those blinks. <laughs> you don't want to pull an optic no. nerve. Um, and so basically Eddie Maguire's son gets maced. He's in the hospital and we'll pick that up on Friday with the judgment of the parenting. We'll yes. touch briefly on the fact that the teenagers are now jamming out. Ben's on guitar Angus is on the keyboards and Xanthi is on the euphonium. The euphonium. Who learns the euphonium that's not in the high school orchestra? Yeah, my mate Rory in high school will play the euphonium and that's all. You've got sources. What's his take on – because, you know, there was that scene where she's letting all her, her saliva come out of the <laughs> – Well, that's authentic. You know, if we're going to see bodily fluids on this show, I don't want to <laughs> see them like that. That's not – 
It's not what I'm signed he up for. He backs it. No, my big theory. I'm, I'm always amazed that she can just go off book. No sheet music. Just knows the. Just knows it all. Well, you know, she's quite clearly not playing because in one of the scenes, her the note that she's playing continues oh. after her mouth leaves the mouthpiece. Also, the track sounded like a saxophone. It didn't sound like a yeah, euphonium. Yeah. But this is a thing that they're talking about relying on the band to raise money to pay Tom. They mm. are much better off hocking their boxes if they <laughs> want to raise some cash. And who's yeah. Tom? Who are they playing? Uh, paying the, off? Okay. I don't. Tom is the son of the hotel mogul and he was in a hotel room and during the explosion the kids were in the room and they found his money. They found $10,000 of his cash and just took it and started spending it. Right. And Tom wasn't thrilled. So you're telling me they're trying to raise $10,000 by busking? Yeah. Hock your box. <laughs> they, Put down the euphonium. They already sold all of their designer clothes that they could find and they did a clothes drive of everyone in the street. Yeah. And sold all the clothes and they got in trouble but now they're okay they're allowed to keep raising okay. the money and no no parent has said I'll pay the due so he doesn't kill you yeah, all yeah. I'll take this heat off you and my then, child then you can put it back into my account yeah, pay bit me by back. bit yeah the guitar player's all right why is why is the kid on the keyboard's got a slightly english accent cuz he is the supposed to be the son of Sarah Beaumont the woman who had the affair with Carl Kennedy was she english yes okay. Nicola Charles oh, of course Nicola Charles, and right? She's left her kids with the Kennedy, her kid with the Kennedys, while she goes to get German cancer treatment. Of course, and they're all being trying to be nice to Angus because they know his mum's got the cancer, but he doesn't know. Yeah, well, he knows now, doesn't he? He knows now. Cat's out of the bag. We go into Friday where we have the gig, the amazing gig in the courtyard. <laughs> Angus has quit the trio because he's being a diva. Yep. And Ben and Zankan are just jamming out. And amazingly, they've drawn a crowd. And it's not Huge. a crowd of people saying, Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Stop! Stop with the euphonium! <laughs> Cut it out! Like, I'd rather stand here and watch two people bang sticks together. Fuck off to Germany! Go! <laughs> it's, an, it's one of the most awful <laughs> pairings... That I've ever heard musically. It's a fusion that I didn't know about before and I am and I don't want again. No, nobody needs to hear that. Funnily enough, it could have sounded worse, I thought. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that because it was pretty fucking awful from where I was hearing. <laughs> no, but they got applause. They did because anything's possible on Ramsey Street. <laughs> so Friday we pick it up because he now finds out. Zankan spills to him. His mum's in Germany, not because she doesn't want him, but because she's got cancer mm. and doesn't want him to know. She's That's pretty it. harsh. And you know from the first moment that she finds out that he doesn't know that his mum has cancer, you can just tell she's going to tell him. Yeah. You just know. Yeah. Just she keep, know. She keeps a secret for about four seconds. Yeah. Two ad breaks, I think yeah. it was, and then yeah. straight in. <laughs> straight in. And Suze Kennedy pissed because she told them to keep their traps shut. And I say to Susan, why aren't you working? She's a school principal. <laughs> She's got time. Not only does she have time yep. to hang around with these kids and watch their band practice, Aaron down the mines, Aaron Brennan. So you've got the cop, right. dull cop Brennan. Yep. You've got man bun Brennan. Yep. And then you've got Aaron Brennan. They're the three in the pool in the opening yeah. credits. Is oh, that right? They've mixed and matched a bit. Okay. But he's, he's the one who's Zancan's social media manager and <laughs> he's just sitting down watching them teenagers have band practice and i want to know why the brennan men don't have any adult friends to yeah just chill out with it's a bit shifty 
I mean, this is a slippery, slippery slope to drinking alone in your laundry <laughs> is hanging out with teenagers of an afternoon. Yeah, one of whom plays the euphonium. While they, he's helping them raise money to pay a guy they stole from. Like, why are they, where are the adults? Well, hang on. If they stole, why isn't the cop onto it? See, this, this again <laughs> returns me to my point of that is the most useless cop on television. <laughs> if the theft has been committed and you know who's done it. Yeah. Why Why is there no justice here? And the only reason he even arrested Paul was because they found blueprints of the boiler room in Paul's briefcase. Well, that's clear indication even that he's guilty, isn't Even though Paul it? used to run Lassiter's. Yeah. And would already have of all course. that stuff. Of course. So... I'm telling you, Jimmy did it. Jimmy blew it up. Oh, also the other thing, the band is called the Kids of the Anarchy. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what Zancan said. We're Kids of the Anarchy. Find us on the internet. That's awful. I mean, Can't it, their name be like some – if the writers were just a little bit – just a little bit more impishly clever, couldn't they make their band name reference something from Neighbours like 25 years ago? Like ooh. put something in there for the diehard fans like, who um, are going to go, you know what, I see what you've done there and I respect it. Like Thank you. Bouncing canines or something. Yeah, something that references something of your – Yeah. All right, at Neighbours Pod, yeah. oh, please rename – the anarchy, whatever it was called. Mangles. Anarchy on angles. my ears. I don't know. Mangles, like, bangles. Something. I don't know. <laughs> you know, get, just do a, have a think tank. <laughs> Brainstorm it. Put something up on the whiteboard. Yeah. A few yeah. post-it notes. Amazing. Make it happen. Now, Angus pieces out of this episode. He takes the money they've raised busking, which is in wads of cash that no one takes straight to the bank. It's fives. It looks like <laughs> it's a sum total of $35. It's $5 notes. Someone had chucked a lobster in there, which may have been their own. <laughs> yeah, right. There was a 20 in there that I think maybe they put in to get the ball rolling. Yeah, hopeful. Normally when you see buskers, there's $2 coins, coins on a good day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a $5 note that they've chipped in themselves. Mm. But yeah. he's going to go. Don't know where. Um, he'll catch the it's bus. N- it's not enough to Germany. It's, it can't be a flight because he's not catching a taxi. No. So <laughs> That's a good point. He's just walking out the door, just kind of giving the place one last look yeah. before he he's shuts going, the screen. He's going to Eden Hills, the next suburb over. Oh, is that the next yeah. suburb? Yeah, Eden Hills and Anson's Corner and then there's West Waratah as well. Wow. Yeah. Now we move into the mummy shaming. So yes. Eddie Maguire's son's been maced and staff is not about any of that. No. And she chews Amy out. So, so what, not what's keeping her an eye issue? On him. She has to keep the Maguire child safe because otherwise it reflects badly on her in terms of what is she on she, parole for something? She, yeah, pretty much. She well, she's walking on thin ice with her custody agreements because she was in jail and then she was in the psych ward, right? And now she's slowly, slowly getting visitation back okay. with Charlie. So but, she can't have him being mace left, right and centre <laughs> in her care. I mean, one solution to that would be to supervise your child. Yeah, be around. Just hang out. Stop going out for a swim in your bikini. Maybe just hang around. Because that's when it happened, wasn't it? She went out for a yeah. swim with boring cops. And that's on a good day when she is around. Yeah. Okay. The rest of the time she was like leaving him with whoever was nearby. Well, there seems to be a clear imbalance here on Ramsey Street. The people who should be around at home mm. are not around at home. And the people who should be yeah. at work... Are not no. at work, and she because she's trying to run the whole motel because it's a hundred k in the red, and <laughs> Paul, her business partner, also two ex criminals are running this motel. Yeah, Who this is staying got, there? This has got success written all over it. And yeah, I'm going to go stay in the motel where that that murder guy is in jail, and <laughs> yeah, he's still a part owner. Well, you know, the TripAdvisor reviews <laughs> are all. 
good. I mean, the, the beds are comfortable yeah. and the, the hot water pressure is good, except for when the fucking boiler goes. And there's always towels. Yeah. If, it's, if I know anything about the dive motel, it's that there's a hundred towels in that joint. Yeah, you wouldn't want to put them under that CSI light, but there's lots of towels <laughs> in there. And where do you stand on this? If your daughter's mate yeah. pepper sprayed her yeah, and you were really best mates with, good mates with the mum yeah. and like good mates to the point of she'd cleaned the possum poo out of the motel you were running. Yeah, right. Yeah. That, that level of that intimacy. Level. Okay. How are you reacting? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, this needs to be sorted and you need to sort it. There's, there's no question that I would say this child needs to be supervised. Yeah. You, you have to say that because Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because if he's going to pepper spray my kid, mm. what's he going to do next? What's he going to do Chroming. next? But does but does Eddie Maguire's son have no ownership of this? He was just following along. This yeah, but tween. hang on. He basically got off his grounding by telling his mum that he loved her, didn't yeah. he? Isn't that how he got off the grounding? Yeah, well, that's a great move. Well, she, well, look, <laughs> you know, I'm not saying that I would necessarily do this in real life, but if you've if you've as a parent, if you've issued a punishment, if you've said you've got, you're grounded. You can't just no, take it back know. in the next breath That's because Dr. then you're Phil, a fucking joke. Dr. Phil would eat that up. You are a joke. You you then say to your kid, my word is not law. Nah. So you can bend me any way you like it's, because you can change me. It's the tail wag and the dog. And they're rewriting her as a parent because when she arrived in Erinsborough, she wouldn't let him have a lemonade at the pub because he wasn't allowed to have sweets. Cause but he can have pepper spray now. Chop. Yeah, now he can do savoury but yeah. not, <laughs> not sweets. So she – and now staff's just calling Amy's parenting into question, even though no one's looking after these kids. They're just running amok. They're water-pistoling pedestrians. Well, do you know what I find funny? The the pepper spray happened – like we're talking about the idea of the crimes escalating. <laughs> yeah. The pepper spraying, i.e. using a, a weapon yeah. and potentially blinding Maguire's child, yeah. it's considered an escalation now that they're shooting people with water guns. <laughs> like shouldn't it have, have happened the yes. other way? Shouldn't it be the pepper spray that broke the camel's back, yes. not the shooting people with super soakers? True. I thought, oh, good, they've toned it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also he stole while he was in a police station. So, and really, what's the errands? Again, bro- th- was that cop there? Yes. Was he there? He was giving them a tour. Fuck that guy off this show. <laughs> he, he is was, hopeless. He was giving them a tour of the facilities and then they kept the pepper spray out where 10-year-olds can get it. <laughs> Ludicrous. Obviously, Jimmy and co got access because of what's his twat, the cop, yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's let them in somewhere where he yeah. shouldn't have. And look what's happened. I'm surprised they didn't fire any weapons. You know what? Now that we're talking about this, I don't. I don't think we should be mummy shaming. I think we should be cop shaming. Cop shaming. It's. It's. This is the state of our police force. This is what we should be doing. Mm. It's. Why are they blaming each other? Mums shouldn't be turning on each other. If a ten-year-old can get his hands on pepper spray while under the watchful eye of a policeman, then the terrorists have already won. Quite frankly. And these. Then the mums are just trying to get by. Yeah. They're like, just. They're just. They're just trying. To wear black bras under white singlet tops without having their day ruined. I can't get past that. I can't believe she's wearing that. Oh, she looked hot. Don't get me wrong. Maybe it's a thing now. Maybe it's a like it's on Instagram. Is that what I should be doing. I want to look out for that at pick up and drop off now. You're wearing a, a very sensible grey jumper. At this the is moment. Angora. Do you know what a mess this makes on anything I sit on? I have to vacuum it after I've sat on it Sounds because like it's chaos. <laughs> but, but there's no black bra visible. There's no black bra. <laughs> 
And now, finally, let's round off the week with the big uh, Fault in Our Stars storyline. Oh, my line. God. This was – there is so much cancer on this show. Can't they pick something different? A, I mean, lot, of can, a lot of kink. Can't you use this platform to maybe shine a light on some other illnesses that need – you know, this is the pink ribbon argument of, yes, it's all very well yes. and good, that's great, but there's a whole other bunch of stuff that maybe people need to be aware of. In their defence, they did have a really obscure disease of um, blander, amber, Kate Kendall's daughter. Please had- tell me it was Kreutzfeldt Jakob, and it's just because people like to say Kreutzfeldt Jakob. Is that how you say it? No, I think that's one of the doctors in the German hospital, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. But... <laughs> Amber had a baby with CDH, with its, ba- with its guts born on the outside of it. So, CDH, right. Um, and that was a really specific disease. The baby's fine, obviously. Yeah, but, you know, not marketable. No. But then back to the cancer. Yeah, right? okay. Uh, and now Sonia wants – she's discovered she's got a sister and immediately wants to see if she's a match. And before – like Carl runs the test that he says takes two weeks – he zips that over to the lab. I know. Quick sticks. Because he comes back and there's three people sitting on a two-person couch and he gives them the results straight away. Like, what's he's pushed some buttons, hasn't he? And already protocol has been breached by Erin's Hospital letting just visitors walk into the exam room <laughs> yes. to Dr. Carl's office. Yeah, that surprised me. She could have been having a pap smear <laughs> in there and he just walked in. Knocked in, hooroo. Yep. You know, come. Don't, don't mind me. Here's your sister. Do you need a hand? <laughs> and here's your sister. Not even let's have a coffee. No. Let's take a minute. And I really enjoyed, we may differ here, but I really enjoyed all the scenes with Zoe and Sonia. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm differing with you because yeah. I know you said we weren't allowed to slam yeah. the anch- the actors, but there were I some issues there. I want to slam the actor. <laughs> I think it's hard as a day player to come in. A day player. And You've come in off the bench. <laughs> and then... Get into the fabric that they've woven yeah, okay. with the main cast. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm being too harsh. But, but they, they also, did a good makeup job on her. Yeah, like she, she clearly looks like she has cancer. Yeah, she didn't have the hollowed out eyes. Yeah. And I think it's a big ask. She's got a lot to carry here. She's got to be goofy like Sonia because yep. they've written all this goofy dialogue for her. And she's got to be dying of cancer but yep. also still kind of whimsical about yep. it yep. to keep dad on in check. Yeah. And she's got to immediately like and bond with Sonia and Toadie and then also be sad yes. that she's not a bone marrow match. That's a lot to wear You're right. for a 14-year-old. That's right. Can I tell you, I wanted to say this earlier. You know the character of Sonia? Yes. She reminds me very much of, do you remember back in the day on Neighbours, Mark Little? No. Oh, this is this story's not going to work then. Oh, no. he, he had a girlfriend. Wait, who I, was Mark the actor or the... Mark Little was the actor and he played Mrs. Mangle's son, Joe. Oh, my God, Joe Mangle. Joe yeah. Mangle. Yeah, Kate so, will know this. So Joe Mangle had a girlfriend, Sky. I think actually they got married. Well, there was a girl, a young girl called Sky. A Sky. So, well, youngish, but young enough to get married. Like it wasn't a Piper Tyler oh, situation. Okay. But anyway, Sky, I'm pretty sure that's what her name was, was the hippie chick, like exactly the way that Sonia comes across. <gasps> It's like they've just carbon copied that character not, and just done Sky again and now she's Sonia. It's not Ren, Serendipity, who went out with Bruce Samazan, I think. Nah, nah. This was before Sam I'll put Samazan. It, I'll put it out to Kate. She's All the right. guru. Anyway, I was um, just a bit disappointed. This Sonia character just to me is like, oh, fuck, we've seen this on this show before. Well, she's a vegetarian, but she's also, yeah. the, mayor. She's also the mayor. Did you know that? So she's, Oh, is she? Yeah, so she's... She's all business but also can be Mother Earth as well. Yeah, right. Okay. Very keen to give a blood sample. Yeah, she's like, take my bone marrow, do what you got to do. Let's get the results in. 
and then Carl drops the bomb, Sonia's not a match. But then they look to her two, three-year-old child. Oh, mate, absolutely. He is Walter, is that Walter. his name? Walt. Because he says, I hate to ask, but what about Nell? You and suddenly hate. everyone's looking at Nell. This man is quite clearly going to harvest the blood of everyone <laughs> on Ramsey Street until he finds a match. And we've been inundated because I asked for intel on this on the likelihood of this, how does this all work? The bone marrow, I was up till very late Wikipedia-ing bone marrow, well, getting links that Kate was texting me. Yeah. Because the half-sister is like a 25% likelihood of family close, I don't even, I don't know, signs, I'm way out of my depth. But my question is, why didn't they just ask the other sister? Yeah, why don't they just test everybody and in then, this family tree? And then on our Facebook page it was mentioned that it's actually statistically more likely that you're a match with a stranger. Like I said, harvest the blood of everyone on Ramsey Street. And Toadie, you're all talk. Offer yourself up. What are you doing? Look, you've got a couple of venues here. You've got the cafe, the coffee shop. You've got um, Lassiter's. Mm -hmm. There should be a day where anyone who walks through the front door, in order to be served, must provide a blood sample, which Carl then tests and has the results within five minutes to know whether this person is potentially a bone marrow donor. And Laws will put on some free coffees at the coffee shop. It'll be fine. You can have a bit. You give blood and Make you a need a cup of, of tea and a biscuit. This, Make a this day is of it. clearly what needs to be done. Why? Also, they haven't even called her son, her like eight, 17 year old son, who's probably, it would be less traumatic to take bone marrow from him. Has Walter it. given a sample? Has he provided yeah, the one? Yeah, parents aren't matched. Right, okay, they're not a match. Also, we haven't even done a paternity test to double check that she's even his kid. <laughs> So we're shooting blanks. Yeah, she's gone. This whole storyline. She's gone. I need a babysitter. Gramps will do. Oh mate, has Carl given a sample? He should be testing himself every time he. If that's the case, if if statistically a stranger is more likely to be a suitable match, yeah. Every time he does one of these tests for someone, he should also be testing himself to see if he's a suitable match. She go, Honey Jane's not a match, but I'll give it a go. (laughs) I can help you. (laughs) And that's where we leave it with the big moral dilemma. Of do we harvest our children's organs? Of course you do. Yeah, that's what they're for. <laughs> that's why spare why, parts. Hey, that's why I had kids. That's why you had two. Yeah, just to dip into whichever ones. Well, it increases your chances. If I need something later, I've got two to choose yeah. from. I got one of each. If it's a lady thing that I need, if it's a man thing that my husband yeah. needs, we've got one of those here and one of those there. You're covered. And that's where we're at. That's anything else that I missed that you needed to cover. Oh, look, the the only thing is that really, you know, it's been so many years since I've regularly watched mm. a soap of, of any kind, I have to say, four eps of Neighbours, and I felt like I was getting sucked back in. Ah, yes, this is what happens. This is what happens. It's like the mafia. Yeah, and and you had couch time tacked on the end there to try and drive you away, but oh you still God. stayed couch on. Couch time, what? what? Why? Why do we need that? Like you don't, if, is the answer. You if don't. you have this podcast... Why do you need couch time? Life is complete because that's, you know, I don't think our podcasts move in the units that couch time moves. <laughs> uh, and Kate's just texted me back. Okay, the hippie is Kerry Bishop. Oh, Kerry, that's right. But didn't did they have Sky's a kid named- mum, yeah, oh, Sky. Sky was the kid. Kerry okay. was shot by a duck hunter. That's right. Because <laughs> she was protesting. That's, that's right. <laughs> She bloody got what she deserved, didn't and she? Now, Terry, you're also quite hilarious on Twitter. You're well, also, yeah, quite, um, quite Sometimes. scathing. So you quite you would fit in with us, the tw- the mob that tweet at six thirty of a weeknight. All right, maybe I have to. Yeah, Terry's the, the dark side. 
it's T-E-R-R-I-P-S-I-A-K-I-S. Correct. If people want to talk to you in any other way, is that the best way? I think so, yeah. probably via Twitter or, you know, if you're in a bogan suburb of Melbourne that's a bit north, just over the back fence. <laughs> I'll be hanging out the washing. Brilliant. Well, thanks for shouting at children inside and have Thanks a chat. for chatting. I hope your husband does give it another crack. I think, look, he's not a fan of the, the, the Lauren. He's gone now. So no, Ned's but gone. if Carl is regularly wearing Carl shirts, I'm sure he'll be back on board. Excellent. Uh, well, thanks so much. Drop us a line. Oh, what I might leave us with now is um, our mate Simon, who I mentioned before on Twitter, he's done a little recap of the trial that we didn't cover, the big right. trial of the century, and he sent us a voice memo. You can do that anytime, neighbourspod at gmail.com. And I'm Vaya, and thanks for hanging out. See ya. Hi, this is Simon. Thank you very much for letting me share my thoughts with you about the trial. And I have to say, the trial is very aptly named because it has been a huge trial on the viewer. It only lasted, what, like 45 minutes maximum, and yet it still felt utterly turgid. Let's face it, nobody cares who caused the hotel explosion. Nobody could care. It's been so long. It was probably done by some architect who wanted to prove that he built a hotel so good that even if the pillars fell down the ground floor, all the upper floors would be fine. And he's just going to come out soon and try and win some architectural award off the basis of that. Um, a good way to never find out how to do it is to hire Toadie as your lawyer. Um, do you remember when he was uh, defending Katya against evil Rob... Um, what was his name? Cameron, Cameron's twin brother, whatever his name was. Um, and his entire mechanism for his um, defense was... Or for his prosecution, rather, was for writing She Never Loved You on his hands. I mean, he should have just tried that again. If he held those up, then Paul would walk free, I'm sure. He just follow them at anyone, at the judge, at staff... Instead, his entire technique just seemed to be bringing up irrelevant details of people's lives. Being like, oh, Steph, what, didn't you used to be in a mental hospital? Or, you know, you could have been like, Susan, Carl, were you divorced a lot? That feels relevant. There we have it. Paul went to prison. We might have another prison riot, like when Sky was there. Anyway, that'll do.